0: Hey everybody, it's Matt from the Pre Game Effect Podcast. We have recently started using Anchor as our means to bring you our lovely voices. And this is the first episode using solely the Anchor app. Uh, We are still working on improving the audio experience for everyone, so please bear with us as we continue to try to improve the cast for you. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Pre Game Effect Podcast. My name is Matt and I'm here with Ian, Dom, and Luke. How's it going, guys? Not too bad. No, not bad, not bad. Good, good. Awesome. Um, what do you guys been up to? You guys been playing it all, playing at all this week in any formats at all?
1: Uh I Are played Arena. Yeah. I played modern and I've played Pioneer this week. And it's the first time i touched Pioneer in about three bannings.
0: But. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the the hard part right now is like you you find a deck that you like playing, and then all of a sudden it's you can't play it, and you're kind of like SOL for a minute until you figure out what the heck everybody else is doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know you guys,
2: <laughs> you you two went to uh, the Mythic Championship or the week, or uh, not Mythic Championship? What do they call Magic it? Magic Fest. Over the weekend.
0: yeah yeah Dom and I went to magic fest <clears throat> um mm-hmm. that was that was cool uh we had a good time um I played in the main event but didn't do so well I played that uh blue Eye stone blade deck that I talked about last cast um and yeah so i I played in the main like I said and I dropped at uh three three um losing to a green red ramp kind of thing, Blood Moon deck. Um and then I played against an Oko deck that I lost to and lost to Burn. Um I the it was the Burn matchup was close. Um the Oko matchup was close. The red green blood moon deck was not close. Um <laughs> <laughs> so was
1: was that deck not just like a Ponzo deck or was it like the red green dragons deck that's been running around a little bit? Uh,
0: well, I didn't see any land destruction spell. Not one. Mm-hmm. Um, like, literally, it was like turn one, forest, utopia, sprawl. Turn two, season pyromancer. Turn three, plays a stomping ground. Um, exiles, or er, yeah, plays a stomping ground. And plays uh, Chandra, torture, defiance. Pluses to make two red, exiles a spirit guide, and plays a blood moon. I said, "Yeah, I'm done."
1: That yeah, seems fine.
0: Yeah, it was real <laughs> nice and nice and easy. Um, so that's cards. yeah, that's how that went. Um, so Dom, what did, what all did you do at the GP?
3: Um, well, I attempted to play goblins and legacy. Um, that didn't go too well in the side events. Um, I had a lot of games where. We were starting to like get into that like grind out point, and I just couldn't draw a way to finish the game, or my opponent had something where I just couldn't answer it, and that was um, that was just kind of frustrating. But also had some really good games with people, so I'm, I'm not upset with it at all. Um, getting out there just talking, a lot of uh, a lot of judges actually, because my games took a little longer. Um a lot of judges just sitting there watching our games and just being like, Yeah, I'm I wanna watch this. This is cool, Goblins is sweet. So that was that was kinda cool to do that, but just trying to trying to sling the boys, they uh <laughs> they weren't too nice to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds like uh that that could be a little bit difficult, depending on I mean it it just depends on the meta, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had thought that with the run and six banning that it might be
3: opened up a little bit. Um, unfortunately we went down there with, what, five or six other people. And I played, I think at 1.8 rounds with a buy in one of the events and I had played four people that I knew. So that was kind of aggravating because all their decks are like combo decks and, uh, Goblins isn't good against that, so the new no. splash. <laughs> Not so um, much. Mm-hmm, exactly. I uh, did end up having a Goblin Mirror in round one of one of the side events that almost went to time, but that was the guy that got, I think, 13 with it at Eternal Weekend. So it was actually pretty cool seeing his list, actually chatting with him because I had looked at his list earlier in the week so it was it was cool just to spread the uh the goblin love a little bit around. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's always entertaining watching a goblin mirror match uh, i could be walking to an event and i'll be tempted to be late for my match and just, just to watch it for a bit
3: <clears throat> oh yeah it was it was wild so it, it's it's something to where like you get to see all these new pieces cause I mean within this past year we've gotten so many pieces for the deck in Legacy and Modern. So just seeing kind of who draws which of those pieces at, at what particular time. Um he ended up having plug engineers, which really hurt, uh can confirm. But um, <laughs> we we still we still made him work for it, so I uh his plug engineer though uh, when he was casting it in response, I activated my vial, brought in a sling gang, and then just killed him. So that was <laughs> that was pretty cool.
0: I like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I like that was a uh, a move I hadn't done a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> Any line that ends with "and just killed him"
2: is usually pretty good.
3: Yeah, pretty much. I I had to just kind of wait till he did something so that was fun.
0: Well good. Um Ian, Luke, what did you do over the past couple weeks?
1: Um I've been mostly just playing random modern decks on Magic Online, um trying to figure out my final 75 for the Star City Team Non-Unified Modern event that's coming up next month. Uh I'm pretty solid. I'm just playing Eldrazi Tron cuz Chalice of the Void is still good. And Thought Not Seer on turn two, still good. <laughs> uh, I'm mostly just working on some sideboard slots right now. Like, do I want a revoke or do I want a relic? Um, but a lot of that will probably be decided on Friday night after looking at recent results. But it's still making me uh, making me some profit in ticks. So I'm not too sad about playtesting.
0: Sure. Uh, Luke, how about you? Uh,
2: I've mainly been playing... Like standard on arena and some pioneer uh i've f and m i played standard I played team or reclamation uh didn't go well uh, I think it's just too slow okay right now um, I have some success with it on arena, but mono red has been wonderful to me <laughs> uh, actually ever since the bannings i have I'm playing the, um, oh, God, what's she called? The knight that has the adventure that the adventure mode is just a shatter. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, playing, yeah.
0: Uh, Embereth, whatever. Embereth
2: something, yeah. Calidary I've been playing something. four of those in the main. Okay. Nice. I took, I took the four dwarfs out, the dwarf adventure pump spell out. Mm-hmm. put four of those in the main. And it's been great because all these damn cat decks <laughs> that are all over yeah, the place. Sure. If you blow up their witch's oven, their face usually explodes. So it, <laughs> it, it works out pretty good.
0: Well, the cat's probably <laughs> already in the oven, so there's a lot, there's a lot of things exploding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Cool. Um, so next, I kind of just wanted to talk with you all about the the recent bannings. Um for Pioneer. That happened earlier this week. Um there were three cards banned out of Pioneer. There was Field of the Dead, uh Once Upon a Time and what was the third one? Smugglers Copter. Copter. Smuggler's Copter. That's Oops. right.
2: The old looter's footer. Right. Yeah, sorry, Dom. <laughs>
0: Well, as, as Dom said the other day, he it. This is the first time he's had a card ban out of his his deck. So now we get to we get to accept him into this community of, of, <laughs> of that. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome, welcome to the fold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
3: appreciate it. I don't want to be here. That's but okay. I'm here now. You, so. you made it
0: though. You made no, it.
1: Yeah, just wait until you prestige five or six times like I have.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so for you guys, what were the biggest things that you've had banned out of your deck? That for you're me, probably to?
1: For me, it's 100% Birthing Pod, Deathrite Shaman, and Splinter Twin.
0: Okay. Luke, have you had anything banned out of a deck? So, Gataxian Probe multiple times. Okay, all right. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, for me, my biggest one, like I've had Gataxian Probe, uh, but the, the biggest one, and I think all of you know, is uh, Faithless Looting. Uh-huh. so oh i guess i had faithless Yeah, that was another big one for me i forgot about that one you did have faithless Lutters. that makes sense you weren't really on yeah. the deck heavy at that point though i don't think no so i don't no. think you really cared you're like yeah we'll figure it out well it's like they they did
3: that and then gave you um the merchant of the veil right i still need to mess around with that but i just don't I just, yeah like you said i hadn't really been on it for a while so Fair enough. So the second time something's been banned all right,
0: all right. from a deck. Alright. We're there. <laughs> I don't know, um, to
2: be honest, as far as a Faithless Looting replacement or even just in a deck at all, Merchant's been bad for me.
0: That's fair. So that's uh, just me. It's,
1: it's it's been fine the one deck that I've played it in, but this is cause I was playing it in Dredge, um mm-hmm. it allowed me to have a I believe it was I had two amalgams and an bun play on going into my turn two. That was kind yeah. of I
2: was trying to play it in Phoenix, and it was just—it was always the first card that came out.
1: Yeah, Phoenix mm-hmm. is a lot less good because yeah. you don't just either, have the instant dredge.
2: Yeah, either mono red or in, or is it? It was just bad.
1: That's probably why we don't see that the card that much anymore.
0: No. Yeah, I think that the the ability to get to pick what card you're discarding, um really benefits it. I, I guess it benefits but it boosts its ability to be, to be played in Dredge because you get to discard like your Stinky Dimp or your whatever um, to go Ooh. right there on turn one which is very similar to like the Neonate kind of plan mm-hmm. um in, in a sense uh, but yeah I mean it, it, there's no replacement to Faithless Looting let's be honest no. You, it shall be missed. R.I.P. Not by me. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, with these bannings um, from Pioneer, uh, in the decks that you all have been playing, including myself, have, is there any kind of uh, ramifications of these bannings for you guys?
1: Um, This kind of makes it so just... Because Field of the Dead is no longer making literally every top deck alive, um, it makes a lot of the mid-range decks a lot more powerful now. And mm-hmm. it also opens up control to actually be decent instead of just having to cheese your way out with your own Field of the Deads. Right. So I'm okay. looking forward to messing around with Blue-White a little bit over the next couple of weeks. Um, cause there's actually an IQ next Saturday that I'm potentially going to. And if I can find a build of blue white that I'm happy with, I'm probably going to just play that.
0: Okay. And that's for pioneer. Yes. Okay. Um, Dom, I know, I know this one hits hard, but how about you? What, what does it change for you? <clears throat> um, well, if, uh, our
3: listeners remember i was messing around with mono black devotion for a while ended up switching over to mono black aggro uh pretty much immediately after seeing um barone just destroy with it right. at the scg invitational uh used his list completely and i was really enjoying the deck some of the um some of the holes that were kind of you were put into by certain um, certain situations. You were able to just come out of it so so easily at times. With uh, the looter scooter, um, <clears throat> it, it was it was really something to see. Like uh, I was playing against uh, Black Green mid range um, Delirium decks. Okay. and <clears throat> game one, I had aggroed him out. Or no, 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 no. That was game two. Um, game one, he got me. We was just kind of grinded out. He had better removal spells. That's fine. Game two, I aggroed him out. Game three, we got into the stalemate where he couldn't deal with uh, my flyers and such. So I was able to keep like hitting in there. And just from that aspect, able to get the card draw in order to like grind out with him. So I was this aggro deck that got to the mid and late game. And honestly, if it wasn't for his um Ishkana I felt like I was gonna win that game. Okay. So it was really cool to see how I mean all my two ones and one ones and stuff like that, half these half the creatures I have can't block, but I was able to grind out with this mid range deck that I felt like at times, at least on paper, it should just be, you know, should have just been destroying me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be missed. I'm trying to figure out what to replace it with because um, I, I like the deck enough to try and mess with that. Um, I know people are kind of going towards the spawn of Mayhem already. I want to try out I picked up last night the play set of Aether Harvesters and Glint Sleeve Siphoner. So Okay. I'm gonna try yeah. and use those in combination to have that pseudo card draw and some stuff like that to um kind of replace that effect. But it's I think it's gonna be a work in progress. Um as always, after something gets banned from a deck that's so uh, pretty vital um I'm also not a, opposed to letting the people who are smarter than me deal with it, and I'll just pick up whatever cards need to print it so that's uh that's always in in store as well so yeah yeah that's that's what I'm trying to figure out um that, that's at least with copter with the other ones, I feel like once upon a time is. We knew that was going to come. Like, I don't know how that was that long. It was still in there. <laughs> um, and same with field. I, I think it's... I, I'm excited to mess around with the other decks I'd like to try because those cards are gone. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, for sure. I think that um, for me, the bannings really didn't hit anything that I was playing in particular. Um, but... I am glad to see field go because I have been wanting to try to play some sort of kind of like a control deck. And the other deck that I was playing was the green black season's past, which I don't think can beat a field of the dead ever. Um, No. So, uh, yeah, the only way I had to deal with it was I had three field of ruin, but. Even then, it was like you had to have it at the right time. So, yeah. Um, One thing I was trying to think of, and I had mentioned this to a couple of you as well, was possibly kind of taking the Golos idea and possibly trying some sort of Mystic Forge uh, artifact concept in Pioneer with Golos and maybe uh, Castading Cataracts uh, to get to your five different mana colors. Um, I don't know. I think there, there may be something. Golus is a very strong card, and yes, I know that it was mainly really good with Field of the Dead, but I feel like maybe there's something you can do with it in there. I don't know. Uh, just like a tutor target. I think if
1: you want to play a Mystic Forge deck, though, you just want to be playing the Power Stone Shard deck that uh, Saffron Olive posted a couple days ago about a week ago i think okay um i know a couple people who were jamming it on moto and uh she was having a blast with it um there was one point on turn five they had a i believe it was an 86 86 walking ballista on the stack Um, wow there was also turn three where she sacked all three of her lands because they were all Sanctum of Ugans. put four Metalwork Colossus in play.
0: Good God. Ooh, Metalwork Colossus. That's a thing. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, no. it It's one of the decks that I'm probably going to play it sometime this week just because why not?
2: Sure. I mean, dropping 40 power into play, I guess,
1: is okay on turn 3 in Man. pioneer. Yeah, it seems fine. In a format without <laughs> Maels or repulse, it seems even better.
0: <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah. So, I think that, you know, we, as we've kind of talked about, it does adjust some of the decks that we've been playing currently, um or that we've been playing against. Um So, in terms of that, how what does the format look like now, you guys? What do you what do you think? is, what's the staple now? Mono Black was like the thing you had to beat. You had to be able to, you know, take over the mid-game so you could overcome their aggressive start. Um, And with Field of the Dead, you kind of had to get under them, which is why Mono Black was doing okay. Um, Where where do we think we go from here?
1: Oko is Broko. I believe that is 100% the best deck in the format right now. It's just the the Mono Green Splash Oko deck.
0: Okay.
2: Alright. I um, think it's still pretty open because these bannings didn't really like yeah, they hurt a few decks. They only didn't, didn't really kill very many decks, but it made <clears throat> other decks playable. Like what you're saying about the um Gugari deck, Matt. You know, that's now playable. Reclamation sure. is playable. Like it couldn't beat some of these field decks.
3: Um, I still feel... I, I agree with Ian talking about Oko. Um, yeah. Because Hardikiran is in the format. So Oko turns something to a 3-3. Three, three, minus, you're still at 4, and you have a attacker or blocker in Hardikiran. That seems real good. Um, and something that if I had two hundred dollars to blow on okos that i would probably be playing so um (laughs) we'll uh we'll see what ends up happening from that i i I do think yeah some things are gonna open up a little more but i still think that you're still gonna have you know these decks are running thoughtsies you know it's it's gonna still be something you're gonna have to get through um Mm -hmm. i think you know Mono Green Devotion is still really good. Yeah, they lost Once Upon a Time, but like, I, f- I feel like they knew that was coming, so they're already going to have backup plans. Um, you know, Todd Anderson's still destroying people
0: with the deck.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's looking at like the top three decks before these bans: Mono Black Aggro, Golgari Lands, and Bant Field of the Dead. Well, they were all running you know one or two of the cards that were just banned so some of these will probably come back at some point um i think bant's still really good colors baby teferi and oko pretty powerful combination um but yeah i I am i am interested to see what else comes out from it. i think it's exciting um I'm also honestly excited to kind of see them stop banning stuff every week or like talk about it. I know they uh, spoke about that the that uh, announcement that they had Monday
0: mm-hmm.
3: that they're going to slow it down after the first to maybe every other week from what I, if I remember correctly, and then eventually get it to the point where it's with every other BNR announcement. So that, that'll be cool. Um, just to not have to worry as much, I guess, um, to, uh, into spending money on something that could get, could get the ax. So,
0: right. Right. I think that's definitely, I think that it's hard for a lot of people, uh, financially, I think more than anything else, um, mm-hmm. to try to kind of keep up with it. And so I, I know a lot of people that are just kind of like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother with it right now until, yeah. Until something just solidifies, otherwise I, it's pointless for me. Mm-hmm. So I get that for sure. So, um, so we basically kind of narrowed it down to the concept that Oko is pretty much the the main uh, nemesis in pioneer now with these other cards banned. Um, what do we? How do we combat that?
1: I mean, you can always just play permanents that Oko has trouble interacting with. Um, If you want to downplay the aggressive disruption side of Oko, you can play a bunch of enchantments and planeswalkers yourself.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, Because Oko can't touch detention spheres and sealaways and stuff like that. Um, You could also just play... A bunch of removal spells I can kill an Oko. You can play Thoughtseize, A Prep Decay, Heroes, Downfall, Dread Murderous Rider, Ruinous Path.
0: Noxious Grasp.
1: Noxious Grasp main deck if you want.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's plenty of answers for an Oko if you want to answer one that didn't play. Um, but at the same time, Oko still can just come down, get a bit of value, take a card out of your hand, and then you still have to deal with a 3-3, which takes another card out of your hand.
3: Uh huh. <laughs> I think that's where it's gonna be a problem to um to I guess keep up with the answers to the threats. Um, still having some card draw or something like that. Because I mean, if they're gonna if they have blue, because of Oko, like they could definitely be running some kind of card advantage spell. Um, like I know black has, um. Not dig through time. Uh, good lord, like sign and blood and stuff. I believe is still in format mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but I feel like blue has a lot of the easier ways to draw the spells fa- uh, faster and you know maybe more at instant speed and such. Uh, so I, I I definitely think yes, there are answers out there. Um, and honestly, I, I think it will be something to watch how you know it. Uh, does Oko truly become this not you know damn near unstoppable force in Pioneer, or is it going to be able to still be played in Pioneer and Modern and such? Because I, I feel like in Modern they're looking at it too, if it's in these um, Urza decks, right? I think that's where the Urza decks were a pain in my ass, anyway. <laughs> and then they added that card, and it's just like. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> just stop doing it. Um, so it, it, I think I just think it's just going to be super interesting. And, well, like we've talked about on this before, where I've been trying out some decks. I think this might have the chance to slow the format down enough to where some other things can come up. And like you guys were saying, you know, like enchantments and such could help with Oko then maybe like my Enchantress list might get better, but Oh I hope so. Lord knows one aggro list falls, another aggro list comes up. So it's you know, I like I said, got no problem sitting back and letting the smarter people figure it out and I can copy and paste. Well to your point with the
2: (laughs) to your point with the Oko decks getting the the card advantage from blue, most of them aren't. Most of them are, are green based and if Oko's not the only blue card in there, then it's only gonna be one or two others. And mm-hmm. and they're not card draw spells. Well, I mean, sometimes it's Crasis, so I guess that sort of a card that is a card draw, but it'll be like stubborn denial or something like that. So I don't think you're seeing a ton of card draw out of these green decks.
0: They just have mm-hmm. they just have heavy hitters.
2: Yeah. So if you're able to answer their their one or especially if it's these like Simic Ramp decks if you can answer their one or two big threats that they hit you with it might be okay
0: i i agree i, I think and then you yeah, just got to hope yeah. they don't
2: draw another one cuz you know yeah you can answer their big hydra or whatever and if you kill it well if they draw another one then now you got to answer that one but you but you give yourself time to find an answer
1: yeah, if you're able sign, to draw a second one
2: yeah uh but if you're able to answer their first big threat, like if they play, I'm I'm just looking at some of the lists. Like if they play a a big voracious hydra, and you kill it immediately, you use what what Don was talking about earlier, all the or, or uh, he was talking about earlier with all the kill spells that you're going to be playing. You kill that, you've bought yourself at least a couple turns to, to land your own threat or two to enact your own game plan, and then by then if they do eventually draw another threat you should have an answer or they're just dead yeah by the time th- they draw another threat
0: i think there was an article that i found at one point is a way back article but it was talking about card advantage and it was referencing how card advantage has changed over the years where before card advantage was drawing more cards than the than your opponent um then it kind of card advantage became very incremental. It was you drew like you drew the right cards compared to your opponent. So it was more card selection,
3: yeah.
0: um, and mm-hmm. finding the right answer for things. Um, another thing though that it talked about was referencing mana advantage, and I think that's what you kind of have to do uh, with with the Oko decks because a lot of their stuff are bi- they're big mana spells that they're casting so if you even if they're spells that we have have really not seen maybe since standard or maybe they weren't even played in standard because they just weren't good enough but now we kind of have to play them because that's what we got um maybe so long as they're the the one or two mana answers to answer the three and four and plus spells so it allows us to double spell earlier than our opponent maybe that's the route we have to take yeah these big
2: mana decks, they're gonna go multiple turns, not using most of their mana. Yeah. Whereas if you're using all your mana every turn, I think you're gonna win.
0: At least I think you it gives it sets you up in a better yeah. position to win, I think. Um but I don't I don't know. It's it's just kinda of one of those things where like, you know, Dom, for instance, I think a deck that maybe you could even would be something along the lines of like just an upgraded version of like Mardu Vehicles. You don't always need Spargler's capture. It got banned in standard. They ran with just four hard of Kieran. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. and so that that's a possibility. Uh I mean even when Ian and two other people were going out of town for an event, we were kind of putting together a a Mardu control deck that was basically the Mardu Vehicles deck post sideboard. To kind of mm-hmm. already have the game one plan against them. Because um, that was like the deck in the format at the time. Um, and the person that was on standard just wasn't comfortable playing it. Which, that's fine. But the fact of the matter was that there, there are so many other ways that you could do that kind of stuff. Like if you're playing like... Um, you play like a Nahiri Gideon Planeswalker package with you know, the, your, um, scrappy scroungers and your, uh, the one drop one, one that becomes a three, two, those kind of things. Like, I think there, there's possibilities for that. Um, Mm -hmm. you can still splash into, um, red for like, basically it would be for like a Nahiri and maybe unlicensed disintegration. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the potential of, um, Possibly like being into the white for your other types of removal spells, so you could play like a, a sideboard settle the wreckage, or you could play main deck um declaration in stone, blessed alliance, those kind of things um, yeah. could be could be options um that would give you uh, it, the thing that's interesting with the vehicles that I've always found to be interesting is that they are kind of sweeper proof in a sense. Because would you pass the turn and they're no longer a creature, so the opponent can go, yeah, okay, well here's my Supreme Verdict, and you're like, okay, swipe them up, and then you go to your turn, and with Heart of Kieran especially, you can just plus your Nahiri, plus two, discard a card, draw a card, and then minus one and attack them for four again, and they just can't do anything about it.
2: Yeah, well, and then the thing with Heart of Kieran people worry about is it being, you know, they don't want to play four because it's legendary. It's such a lightning rod for removal. Especially yeah. your tar- their targeted removal because, like you said, you know sweepers don't get it, and instant speed sweepers are pretty much only in red and only do two damage, so that's not going to kill it. So, yeah, the only
0: thing other than that would be settle the wreckage, yeah, or blessed alliance. Yeah, it's pre- that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Then you're playing against white, and then you just know that, so you attack with your and inspector, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you go about it that way.
2: Yeah. And then you you know then if you if you do draw a second one, well you're like I said your first one's probably going to die to their first piece of removal, so you just kill them with the second one.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I I think that it's a very interesting thing. Uh, I think Heart of Karen's a very 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 strong card that's underplayed right now. Um, but we'll see. We shall see how that all works. Um, I know that. There was a bunch of like back in standard at that time. There was a bunch of things that would like could give creatures haste. Like you would play the uh, what was it? The four drop vehicle uh, fleet wheel cruiser that was played in vintage for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. And so like that could even be somewhere people could go with like a more of a vehicles deck that kind of can be a mid rangey type deck because you can still play Thoughtseize. if you if you're looking for that you could go to playing like Soren, um, Solemn Visitor that then gives your stuff um lifelink, which could then help you against any of these other potential aggro decks that pop up. So I don't know. We'll have to see how it all kinda kinda pans out, I suppose. Um but yeah. We- We're kind of in the same boat. All of us are kind of in the same boat. Just saying, I don't really know what's going to happen, more or less. Other than Oko, (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. I think
1: I think Oko will probably be the last card banned for a while in this format. I don't know when it'll happen. I don't see it sticking around until or like through the end of the year, though. Um, They'll probably give it two weeks to see if the format adapts enough to be able to handle it. But I will be very surprised if it's still in the format come January.
0: Uh, I agree. Sure. That's reasonable. It's reasonable mm-hmm. assumption, I, I think. I mean, it's just a strong card. Like, I was listening to a podcast earlier, um, and they were talking about it in Legacy. And they're like, yeah, I don't see it lasting in Legacy that long be- just because it's too powerful. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy mackerel. Like, you're talking about a card that was just printed. And you have these other insanely powerful cards in Legacy. And they're like, yeah, Oko's too good. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> now, nah, Wizards, well, I mean, we, need, was... we need to fix something here.
3: <laughs> I, I feel like you you look at um, the top five most powerful Planeswalkers ever printed, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, three or four of them printed in the last year. Yeah. And I, I think this the power level has been raised so much over, over the years and stuff. And you get cards where I I don't know how questing beast happened. Honestly, (laughs) you, you get to, I, I feel like you start looking at it and you're like, okay, you know, this is a card. I understand. Like, there's a lot going on here. And then like you get to the point where what if, uh, Whenever this deals combat damage to your opponent, it deals that much damage and target Planeswalker that player controls. So you don't even have to (laughs) move towards the Planeswalker if you decide to keep reading past, you know, the third line on the damn (laughs)
2: card. Well, the problem is, with with this throne set, how many cards have we said that
0: for? I don't know
2: how this happened. Mm -hmm. Like, how many cards have we said that for? Way too many. I
0: mean, you think about it. With this (laughs) throne, you got Oko, Right. How did this happen? Um, Questing beast just has a wall of text.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Once upon a time, free spells. We know that free spells. You you ban your taxi and probe. Yeah. How mm-hmm. how is it okay to print just a different version of the and probe? It draws you a card still, and you get to pick which card. What?
1: Yeah. I mean, and ancient strings has always been on the watch list in modern too, and now they mm-hmm. made a free one for standard.
0: Right, or for creature-based decks. Because, like, with Ancient Stirrings, like, a lot of times, I mean, before, I don't know, within the last two years, obviously, it's been picked up with, like, Hardened Scales and stuff, which makes sense because it's an artifact-based deck. But Mm -hmm. other than that, it was in, like, Titan, which played not a lot of creatures, but played a bunch of lands, and they needed to find the right lands. Mm -hmm. Then you had... Um, Tron, and it was because it could find the lands again that it needed. <laughs> like that was what it was, right? Yeah. It was it was all primarily about lands. Because even if it in Tron, even if it wasn't a land, a lot of times it was an artifact that got them the land they needed. Okay, fine, but you know, or it was their their board wipe or something. But either either way, the fact is that like with this being able to find the two things that you need on turn one. Why? Why? How did that happen? That is the Mm like the 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 whole thing is how did that happen?
2: Well, then, like questing beasts, their their big thing that they said when people were complaining about it was, well, it's legendary. You can only have one. It's like you only need one.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right. That's the thing. Like it's 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 crazy to me. I don't I don't know. I don't understand it. Um. But I, I I guess here's the thing. I. I don't understand it. I don't know how those things got through uh, to print. But on the other side of that, I think that I'm okay with it to an extent because I don't like. There were times where they would print some cards and they were just awful cards. They were not powerful, they didn't do anything. You just felt like you were slogging through playing standard. I, there are times where standard has been a lot of fun. And I think that creating these powerful cards they're they're test they're pushing the limits and they they got there they found it but i i'm okay with them pushing the limits so long as they're willing to go oh we screwed up we can't have this thing happening yeah
1: yeah well, I, would, uh, I would much rather them take a chance than have a boring set
0: yes mm-hmm. yeah but
2: unfortunately you know we're we're saying you know how could this happen about what four or five different cards in this set they're yep. all green yeah, yeah <laughs> spread them out. Like if you're gonna make, if you're gonna take chances and make and print ridiculous cards, that come on. Let's be honest; you know they're ridiculous when you're when you're developing them.
0: Not according them to out. not according to wizards, they didn't think that Oko was gonna be that bad.
2: Yeah, they didn't think it was gonna be as bad as it was, but they had to know it was a damn
1: good card. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they're allowed one mistake per set. They had five.
0: <laughs> right. So yeah. now, but that, guess what that means? The next four sets. We'll have no mistakes. It'll be easy.
1: Yeah, well, no, the average is right? Well,
0: yeah. the problem is, like, so the last time this happened, and I, for, I
2: forget the set. It was before I started playing, but I read about it, where they made a set that had way too many powerful cards. And then the next set especially, but the next two sets, three sets, were all garbage, like, because the, they were scared. Sure. So then, and I'm worried about that happening now, because if that happens now the next couple sets are going to be trash not going to have any good cards in them so standard for the next year and a half is going to be nothing but throne cards with a couple other role players thrown in and then as soon as throne rotates out standard's going to suck because it's going to be like you're playing limited
0: yeah i think on the bright side of that that we we have to hope like i have to be pay, like play the hopeful magic player in this is that majority, like, the thorough set that's coming out, that's already done. Like, they that was done before they knew about these bands that they were going to do. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's true. And I think that's in place, like, that wasn't in place the last time they did this. They were still...
0: They were relatively days, closer. Yeah.
2: In those days, they were still developing the cards up until the day before they were sent to the printer.
0: So. Sure. So... Um yeah, I think that there's a lot to kind of take in and just to watch as things happen, especially this weekend just to kind of see Standard cuz like like I said I like playing Standard, it's kind of fun um at at times. Um mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. I I know there's a lot of people that don't like Standard much at all and I think that's fine. That's they're obviously entitled to their opinion. I think that uh the issue is that when there's Standard uh sets that do what this set did, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. And when that happens, it's similar to um price memory of cards. Like I was talking with somebody and we were talking about this kind of same topic and I was thinking about, you know, when you think of mox opal, you think a hundred dollars. That's what it is every time. It's a hundred dollar card. Well, it could be a hundred and thirty dollars or it could be eighty-five dollars, but you're still gonna think mox opal hundred dollars. <laughs> this yeah. is what it, what it comes out to be. And so I think when they have these sets like this, when you say standard, this is what people think. And they go, yeah, standard's awful. But there are times where standard's actually okay.
3: Like, there's
0: still, yes, there's going to be your three or four top decks in standard, but that's okay. That's a healthy format for a a format that only has so many sets in it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's unfortunate, and Wizards kind of, you know, shoots themselves in the foot when it happens but that's kind of I think how it all pans out and I hope I hope as a player that just enjoys playing magic as a whole and all the formats that I can play I hope that for wizard's sake they adjust and make the make the appropriate adjustments that need to be made so that we can have a good fun all the formats I don't care what format it is all of them just as a whole like magic is a big part of my life and I I mean you guys know, I message you guys regularly. I'm like, Hey, I am out seeing clients today and I had this idea and it just pops in my head and I'm just going with it. And like, I I want that to continue. (laughs) I
1: I believe it was six text message chain earlier. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I I know for you guys, you're, you're kind of in the same boat. Like, you know, yeah, we have our, our real things that we do every day, but you know, I don't think there's a day that goes by that at least, you know, once we don't go check a magic website of some sort.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like for several. It's dangerous when <laughs> I work from home in front of a computer.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, and I think so. You guys are probably in the same boat as, as I am in terms of that. But like it is it, as, as much as we we joke about, you know, it being a kid's card game. Like, let's be real. The The best players in the world are not kids. They're not. No, they're they're 30 plus. You know what I mean? Like, that's where they are. Um, and so it, it comes down to, yeah, this is a hard game, and it's fun because it's hard, and that mm-hmm. that's why I enjoy playing it. It makes me think a little bit outside of the yes. box.
1: Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here trying to think if there's a single person I hang out with who doesn't play Magic, and the only person I can think of is my girlfriend.
0: yeah right that's what i'm saying like we we've created you know that's the big thing with magic too is that it's such it's a social event for a lot of people um like i remember the very first event that i went with uh luke and dom to in baltimore um we were joking like dom was sicker than all hell and we were joking though about the fact that it was like yeah, well, we were all just going on vacation, but there happened to be a magic event, too. So we decided to play in that as well. Like, yeah, and that that's kind of what it was like. You know, we, we go out to hang out with each other, but we just so happen to have this hobby in common that we also decided it's just fun to do. And so we just do it also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I think that kind of brings us towards the end of this uh but in any case, let's, let's end with uh, this upcoming weekend. What are you guys looking to play? Luke, let's start with you.
2: Well, I, so I thought I knew what I was going to play. Uh, and then I was just looking at the deck list from the, uh, this upcoming weekend. Same here. And <laughs> Channel Fireball, it looks like pretty much everybody on Channel Fireball is playing an Is It Flash deck. And that got me excited.
0: I've heard about this deck.
2: I, I want, I want this. deck I want this in my life. <laughs> um, that's
0: just because it plays blue and red. I get it. That's yeah. fine. Yes, yeah, I got you.
2: Okay. The, it says four steam vents right here. That, <laughs> that's pretty much what I want in my life. Uh, but no, it actually it looks great. Uh, I and I tried to play an is it control deck, uh, and it was it was bad. This looks like a good version of that where it has some control elements. It has some counter spells and and a bunch of removal, but it also is proactive. Yeah.
0: I've heard about this deck. Um, I have not seen it yet, but I've, I've heard uh, through possibly other podcasts I listen to about um, this whole concept. And it seems really interesting to me. Oh yeah. Um, There's a lot of other people like, uh, I listened to top level podcast with uh, Pat Chapin and Michael Flores, and they were all about the Gadwicks. Like that was their whole podcast it was talking about. Like, you know, well, I want to play this blue-white control deck, but I want to play, you know, four Gadwicks and four Time Wipes so I can bounce my Gadwick and then recast it. I'm like, all right, that <laughs> sounds like a thing I could do. Well, yeah.
2: their <laughs> Channel Fireball is it? Flash has four Gadwick.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that cards are a lot better than people have because it just wasn't able to be played because of other cards.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, yeah, that, that sounds cool. I like that idea. So you'll have to let us know how that goes.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. definitely. I'm probably sure. going to play it on Arena tonight after right. we're done here.
0: <laughs> All right. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, Ian, how about you?
1: Uh, so this weekend is going to be a little less heavy on the Magic for me uh, just because it's getting to the end of the semester. So I have three exams coming up next week in a project. But- All right. I've always been one to sacrifice sleep in the name of Mod- in the name of moto, so I'm uh, probably just gonna keep working on random modern decks. Um, I do want to try out that power Shown and deck in Pioneer, just because making a bunch of mana and untapping everything whenever you cast a spell seems like a great way to win a game. Um, I like mm-hmm. it. I, like I that. played played a League of Mono Red Prowess last night. In uh, I'm so proud modern- of you. Oh, yeah, you should have seen some of the games, Luke. I killed somebody on turn two. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you do that sometimes, right?
1: Yeah, it was real nice. Nice. It helps that they were Death Shadow and they turned when Fetch Shock Thought seized me and then saw a hand with two creatures that had haste and a bunch of burn spells. But I <laughs> yeah. killed them on turn two.
0: Yeah. Wait, was it because they scooped or because you killed them on turn two? Actual, factual, lethal. Okay, all right. Because nice. I mean, I could see that happening as well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: They were at 14 right. and then they died. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you just get them. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, good luck with your your schoolwork. Hopefully, Thank that you. all works out well uh, in between your your moto playing. Um, Dom, how about you? Um, gonna be probably trying to mess around with some
3: pioneer still. Um, I don't think I'll be able to go out and play Saturday when my LGS has it. But probably just end up hitting the uh practice rounds and stuff on Magic Online. And I'm honestly just still looking uh I got a little bit of a project going. I'm trying to get my burn and goblin stuff signed. So nice. I had messaged someone through uh Facebook, might be picking up some more stuff. So I had some things come in the other day, so I'm real excited about that. Cool. So what what did you have come in? I had one uh, goblin matron from Urza Saga come in signed, um, and a play set of Munition Experts. So pretty much, okay. I was scrolling through a group, saw the Munitions Experts, and newer cards. Getting those things signed sometimes can be a real pain.
0: Yeah, because especially because they're newer, and I think a lot of the newer card, a lot of the newer cards, at least in a couple of the new, newest sets, are all um, Asian artists, mm-hmm. and so it's hard. To- yeah, so
3: seeing those and i was able to get them at a great price and those came in the other day and was able to add them to my my little goblin box so it's
0: pretty exciting <laughs> stuff
3: so God, I like um it. but i know one thing i want to try and mess around with is um in standard at least it's these golgari adventure decks i'm looking at some of them like Alley warfield uh i like the list she's she has here the the fact that lucky clover and smitten Swordmaster could be a thing and i've never thought of that kind of intrigues me uh so like you could do one mana and your opponent just dies because they lose that much life times two that would be pretty dope sure just depending obviously on how many knights you have but I mean, I'm a fan. I'm down. Could you? Yeah, could I'll you? Do, out, so.
0: Could you make like a mono black knights deck with Lucky Clover?
3: Because there's a lot of those. Um, there's a lot of the adventures. Every knight that she is playing is black, so probably. Okay. Yeah. Just I a think thought.
1: There's there's a ton of aggressive black knights in a set. Oh right. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder. Like I wonder if you could go like a two color, knight's deck essentially that has. Oh man, hold on! I gotta look this up now. Oh god,
2: um, Midnight Reaper's a night. Mm-hmm. Just, just throwing that out there.
0: Um, let me pull up Gatherer real quick. Uh, but no, I'm thinking, what about like um, something along the lines of like a um, black white kind of concept that is primarily, um, let's see here. There's primarily knights and the adventures, obviously, so that you could then still play Lucky Clover. Um, Mm -hmm. Or even, I mean, I guess, depending on how the mana is and how heavy you are in any of the colors, you could potentially maybe go like Abzan um, and to to maintain the Golgari aspect, but adding in, like... There's a couple of the white ones that are real nice. Like, um, what's the... The one that like bounces two creatures you controlled your hand. Mm-hmm. So yep. then you can just re- reuse the adventure side. Like that kind of stuff just seems stupid to me. Like I I like that where you just kinda of dirtle around with your own cards and then they just die. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah all right, that worked. <laughs> that that could be a thing though. I'm gonna have to look this up when we're done.
3: <laughs> well, um so what what about you, Matt? What are you gonna
0: be trying to do this weekend? Well, I think Let's see. I I have to get a paper done by, I think, like the 14th or the 18th or somewhere over there. I don't really know. Yeah, you um, of time. I got plenty of time. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. I want to at least get some pieces, parts of it done, though. Um, And so probably get a little bit of that done, but I may get some of that done, like, in the times where I'm not playing. Um, This weekend, let's see. I think I'm going to play a little bit of Magic. Um, probably Pioneer on Saturday if I can. Um, but then I think, what do I, what is my schedule this weekend? I don't even know. Um, let's see. I think that there may be a, a birthday party I'm going to possibly. Um, but. That's that's the only thing that I have planned other than magic. So probably play Friday night. Uh, don't know what format, um, standard or modern. Um, I may run back the the good old trusty fairies in modern and see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just kind of up in the air. I I may just kind of find a list online and see what I think of it and then play it. I'm gonna go with the old Dom strategy.
3: Hey, there yeah, you go. Not
0: yeah let <laughs> let everybody else figure it out i don't have to think then then i that, see what i'll do is i'll i'll put that up as you know i'm saving my brain power for writing this paper i gotta write there you go there you go there you go that's your story Just you're sticking to it yeah it justifies <laughs> it cool well uh i appreciate you guys coming on i appreciate you all out there listening uh this kind of brings us to the end of our cast um so thanks of you thanks for you guys uh Stopped by and taking a listen to our shenanigans and what we have to say about magic right now. Um, so you all know we can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. That's a lot of words all at once. Yeah. <laughs> um, so feel free to tune in on any of those. Um, also, in the show notes, you can find our Twitter account, which is at the PGE podcast. Um, And if you go on there, uh, I believe each of us are also following the, uh, the podcast Twitter. So you can find us there as well. Um, And as well in the show notes at the bottom of the show notes, there's a link for you to go ahead and click and leave a voice message for us. If you want to, uh, if you have any questions about anything we talked about, or you have a topic that you want us to, Uh, elaborate on feel free to leave us a message and we will then go ahead and talk about that on our next cast um, which will likely be in about a couple weeks so other than that uh, from us here we're out Bye. bye